You're listening to the Whole Vineyard Podcast. To find out more about the Whole Vineyard Church, go to wholevineyard.co.uk. Oh, thanks, guys. Well, good evening, everyone. Great to see you all. Uh, I'm just going to share for a few moments, then we're going to go into a time of uh, prayer and ministry, and then uh, we'll finish off with some, some worship. And um, we've talked about these last six weeks, eight weeks, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that's exciting, isn't it? Talking about prophecy and miracles and uh, healing and tongues. But actually, what it's about is our relationship with Jesus and counting the cost to follow him. That is like the substance, that is the foundation of our Christian walk. All this other stuff that we talk about is is exciting, it's good, I love it. But actually the heart of what does it mean to be a radical follower of Christ and to be placed on that kingdom adventure. For many people around the world, it means separation from their loved ones and it means jail and it means pain, it means even death. And right in the middle of... um, kind of the two chapters on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. You have these few verses. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 8 says, Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reason like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection, as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And I think it's it's not a coincidence that this is placed bang in between these chapters talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That actually what holds all this together, what is the substance? It's these truths that one day, these things when Jesus returns and um, we're living in the era of redemption and one day we'll live in the era of consummation and there'll be no need for prophecy. They will cease. But what will always remain And at the heart of a Christian has got to be those things that are of eternal value. And that is the things of faith and hope and love. And he says here, love never fails. And actually that is the the motive of how we minister in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Sadly in the church, power and gift has been elevated and celebrated at the expense of character and love. And why that's so important is that the kind of love that represents Christ is agape love, it's sacrificial love, it is love for another as opposed to love which is about ourselves. Self-seeking love as opposed to the love of another. And when we minister in power and when we minister in presence, and I really believe that God wants to return power to his church, but he's looking for people to trust it with. 
for many who have been trusted with power have allowed that power to dominate their own lives. So to the point that they think that they're in control. They think they're a God to people. It's such a dangerous place to be in because the essence of, of the gifts of the Spirit is we are here to serve and wash the feet of the body of Christ and the broken. And at the heart of that is that this is for you out of a place and motivation of love. I was thinking this afternoon, like why, why the gifts of the Spirit? We've been looking at this over the last couple of months. What, like, why? What's at the heart of God behind all these things? Prophecy, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. What's at the heart of it? And at the end of the day, I think it's this. It's about God's longing for relationship with us. If you think about it, every single one of those gifts is all about God wanting, longing, desiring to speak to us. God's longing and desire to encourage us. God's longing for us to hear and listen and act in a relationship, not that one is one-sided, but in a dialogue. One that is all about discovering our purpose. He wants to tell us that he loves us. He wants to heal. He wants to restore. He wants us to drag us from seeing that this world that we see and, and feel and smell our five senses isn't actually our reality. But the kingdom of God and the spiritual world is actually our true reality. And he wants to drag us from that, to not put our trust in those things that we can feel and we can see and we can hear, but actually in the things of, of God. It's about his presence. It's about People, it's about relationship. That's the why. I think it's really important as we conclude this series is that we focus on the why. That this is the heart of God, that this is rooted and motivated in love and it is about relationship with him. That these gifts are used to draw people closer to him. I know a number of you have been in the prophecy rooms um, before this service. And I know about you, but whenever I've given a prophecy or received a prophecy, the number one thing isn't about, hey, telling me something I didn't know, or I was walking this way with God on my purpose, and suddenly I've got to go and do this. Actually, it's about the imminence and the intimacy of God, that he really does know us, and he really is interested in every detail of our lives, that he loves us so much, that he wants to build us up and encourage us and he wants to love on us and he wants to speak to his church. That is the longing of his heart. And so through all these nine gifts, you have the eyes of God, through the words of knowledge and wisdom and discernment, you have the hand of God in faith and healing and miracles, you have the mouth of God through prophecy and tongues. So through the gifts of the Spirit, we experience the eyes of God, the hand of God, and the mouth of God. We understand something more of the omniscience of God, the omnipresence of God, and the omnipotence of God. That God is all-knowing, that God is everywhere, that he is with us, and that he is all-powerful.
is all about Jesus. And that is why, as it says, and Paul encourages to eagerly desire these gifts. Because behind these gifts is the giver. And we're not here to seek the hand of God, we're here to seek the face of God. And for too long the church wants the hand of God and they want the gifts of God, but they don't want him. And can I plead with you as a church, as the pastor here, can we be a church that just longs for him because he's so worth it? I love the charismatic gifts of the Spirit. But I'll tell you what, if I never ever saw them in action again, because I know one day they will cease, it wouldn't bother me one bit. It really wouldn't. That should never be our focus, our identity. Knowing that we're loved, knowing that we're redeemed and accepted and forgiven and that we've given a purpose and a life's plan I know all that because of his word and I know all that because he lives in us and he lives in you and we can have that intimate fellowship with him every single day. Ministry, experiencing God in this context is unique, it is special as the body is gathered. But to know that you can leave here tonight and you can go into your bedroom And you can get on your knees by your bedside and you can open up this word and allow God to speak to you personally. And it doesn't stop. And you can talk to him whenever you want because he's longing for relationship. One of the gifts that we didn't really get a chance to get into and I just want to tie this series up by just mentioning it is is the gift of uh, discernment, this distinguishing of spirits And I think that's good that that we're mentioning this at the end because when we're operating in the gifts of the Spirit, I think discernment is one of the most key things that we need to lean into. Because at the heart of discernment is about understanding the why. So I've listed you all those things why God wants us to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And discernment is working out, well, is that God? Because that's his heart. Rooted in love, serving others, not about the things of pride and ego. Or is it something of the enemy looking to distract and be a counterfeit to what God is doing? Or something of the flesh? And you know what? We can only really work that through by spending time with Jesus and getting to know his voice, but also by taking a risk and over the years experiencing how God moves in a place and with people and working out, is this something of God or is this something of the enemy or is this something of of the flesh? And you will know that you know deep on the inside of you which one it is when you pray for people, but here's a really good filter is if the focus is about serving self and looking good, if it's about showing off that I have this gift, if it's about pride, if it's about control, if it's about manipulation, if it's a focus on the external, not the internal heart, if it's about power 
and suspicion and judgment if it's about having influence in people's lives and having an unhealthy authority in people's lives, then we know that is not God. So every time we move out in the power of God, let's keep coming back to the why. Let's keep coming back to the heart of God, the character of God, and the character of us as Christians. That he gets the glory. When we give a word of knowledge, it's as though we're just posting a letter to someone. We're just delivering mail. That's what it's about. And so before we get into some ministry, I just want to give some guiding principles to us as a church as we move in in the gifts in the coming days. I think it's really important that when we do this stuff that it's not hyped up. Um, We don't need the violin in the background for God to speak. We don't need to speak in the King James language. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if he's here, but I had a great story last week, someone telling me of a guy just came to Christ and um, he's just got no Christian mental furniture, so he got off the internet the King James Version Bible. And he said, oh, it's a bit, a bit complicated to understand. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And so he just bought himself an ESV, but I love that. But people are getting so radically saved. I remember one time um, we did communion here at the front. It was actually in the last church. And one of the guys came from the back. First of all, he wanted to help serve. But then he got the bread roll and just started eating it like a Big Mac. (laughs) And you know what? I love that. I thought this is the church that is engaging with a community that don't know Jesus. I want more of that. The church of Corinth was an absolute mess. And that didn't prohibit Paul teaching and encouraging him to seek spiritual gifts. So we know the church is going to get messy, and that's a good thing. But that's why we need good leadership. So that we can discern and distinguish that which is of God and that which is of the flesh. And it's really important. The flesh is always about me. How do I look? And often those who have the greatest manifestations and can swing on the chandeliers the best and do the best acrobats, the reality is is in their own personal lives they're broken. And there's a disconnect between what they see as the power of God and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit and character. And we've got to be a people of character. We've got to be a people. We say, Lord, we long for the presence and the power because we don't want to quench the Spirit and put out the Spirit's fire but we hold it in tension that we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit, which is the person of the Holy Spirit. And so we don't want to have a hype, we don't want to, we want to be naturally supernatural. That's why when we pray for people, we respect people's dignity. It's really important. We don't pray at people. People think the more we can pray at someone, the more God will move. That's not my experience. The more I shut up, the more God moves. 
Our job, and I can say this for, I've seen some people uh, this morning at York, I've seen our job as pastors is to get out the way and let God move. And our job when we minister to people is to get out the way and let the Holy Spirit touch people. And we're just there just to kind of, this would be a midwife in that process. That's why we're encouraged to keep our eyes open, not because we think we want to be formulaic or have a model which is like that's when God only moves. It's so that we can see what God is doing and that we can also give that person dignity. And so they're not feeling like isolated on their own and what if something happens and what if there's a deliverance happens or something kind of dramatic, but actually we're there just to kind of facilitate what God is doing. And ultimately, guys, my heart is that the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the work of God isn't just for Sundays, isn't just for home group, but it's actually for those who don't know Jesus. That this is the training place for our community. This is where we get to do stuff, make a mess of it, get uncomfortable, And it's a safe space under the covering of all that happens here, the shepherding of God, so that we can go out and we can actually engage with people in a really chilled out way. Hey, can I pray for you? It's a 10 second prayer. God come, (laughs) God heal, let them experience your love. Can I pray for that situation? I was just seeing you there and I just kind of, I'm probably completely wrong, but I just had a sense that God might want to say this to you. I'm trying to follow Jesus, been doing it for years now. I'm trying to follow him the best I can. Sometimes I get it wrong and right and trying to follow his voice and kind of just share this with you. And watch what God does as we step out and recognize those promptings of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to the Whole Vineyard Podcast. We would love to connect with you and welcome you home to church. To find out more, go to wholevineyard.co.uk forward slash connect. And stay up to date with all that is going on in the life of our church. Go to wholevineyard.co.uk forward slash church news and sign up for our weekly mailing. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you soon.